Hello. <sighs> well, it's time for another Big Finish podcast. Not quite sure how to uh, fill up the time while we build up to the right bit of music. Oh, well, bye. Beautifully done, Paul. Wish I'd brought in my kazoo. Uh, so do I. I always say that when I see you. Hello, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm Nick Briggs, and that was Paul Sprague. Hello, Paul. Hello. And we are the men from Big Finish. <laughs> and Big Good, Finish. Do you, want, do you want some fruit juice? <laughs> uh, yes, thank you. Uh, what, uh, uh, what do we do at Big Finish? Well, we love stories and we make great audio drama. Uh, based on things like Doctor Who and Stargate and Highlander and Dark Shadows. I'm doing quite well with that script, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, you've but, forgotten Blake 7 again, obviously, oh, but, you know. <laughs> of course, Survivor's coming up and we're doing yeah. The Avengers, aren't yeah. we? Sherlock Holmes. It's not It's not really based on a series, but Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. I, I was going to going to look over to the rack to see what other series we do, but your wife has covered them all up, so I can't oh, cheat no. by What up. has happened? <laughs> My wife has uh, been doing a, a jolly. I don't know what's happening with these. I'm am trying to fade this music. Hold on. <laughs> That's not working, is it? No. I thought it was just you bouncing up and down on your chair enthusiastically. <laughs> oh, it's fading back up now. That's too good. Oh, no, it's too, that's too much now. It's too much. Too much. Yeah. That's Ooh. better. <laughs> Audio production company, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. I'm just no good at pressing buttons. And I've been quite ill. You know, I've had a, a cold, which had a, a gastric element to it. That's why I'm Coach. wearing this gas mask. <laughs> anyway, so what we're doing in this podcast um, is, uh, well... Yes, what we're doing in this podcast is telling you that there's a sale from Big Finish coming up tonight. Yes, a sale. Tell us something about it, Paul. I do love this music. <laughs> that, that doesn't really help about the sales. Uh, it, it's, it's Jacob and Lightfoot this weekend. Jacob and Lightfoot. 25% off Jacob and Lightfoot series one to four. Oh, should we hear um, Jacob and Lightfoot... Um, Series one. Well, it depends whether you got well, not queued, the whole of it, obviously, or whether you're any good at pressing the button to make it happen. Well, let's see what happens. Ooh, here we go. Silence. It is time to begin. In the shadows, I can see its eyes. Good grief! Its eyes. Then you will have made him angry. He will take your blood first, I think. They are here. They are here in this chamber. Dr. Tout, have you seen Yes. I can hear the voices of the dead. I warn you now, there will be a ghost. A couple of the dockers said he heard what sounded like a wild animal. What is it you know, Dr. Gunther? Is he dangerous? Dangerous. Oh, yes. He's dangerous. Oh, right, what's the higher tale for you? Come in. Why don't you, Jacob? Professor George Lightfoot. 
Henry Gordon Jago. I've been expecting you. You are dealing with powers you do not understand. You want me to break his neck, Doctor? You know how I think I do. Always wanted to find a secret passage. Come on! There! The beast! I see it! Behold the beast! What? What are you doing with that knife? Professor? Mr. Jacob? Silence, girl! Man. Hurry! There's not a moment to waste! I think I know what's going on here. And I intend stopping it in its tracks. You have an appointment with death. And I wouldn't want you to be late. Madam, you are overlooking the fact that Mr. Jago here is currently steaming and liable to go bang at any moment. I, as it happens, am Henry Gordon Jago, and I'm well known to the police. Yeah, you surprise me. <laughs> is he normally like this? Not before checking out time, no. Bit of a blow to your reputation, that. Right. I am celebrating my imminent elevation to the echelons of eminent impresarios. That's very impressive. Oh, yes. Henry Gordon Jago. He's on the up. No, no. I meant it's impressive you managed to say all that when you've had so much to drink. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. Wow. Well, if ever you wanted to know who the two star characters were in that, the number of times that the words Henry Gordon Jago and Professor Lightfoot are said in that trailer is quite <laughs> extraordinary. <laughs> yeah, a good bit of promotional um, stuff there. <laughs> so, yes, that was uh, the first series, which is available, uh, 25% discount. And we'll be playing you the trailers for the other three series and also the Mahogany Murderers. <laughs> And, so even you weren't sure. Uh, then, I were just you? suddenly had a problem. Chris Benjamin actually corrected himself the wrong way. We did the <laughs> the CD Benjamin and Baxter, which is also, also five pounds. Also five pounds, and he said it's the mahogany murderers. I mean the mahogany murders. No, the other way round. <laughs> Anyway, um, the other thing we're doing in this podcast is, uh, Paul, you set up some questions, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> Shouldn't that have been the other way round? <laughs> I don't know. See, that, that just feels like it's, it's waiting for its conclusion. It I, does. I, 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 that's, that, that's better, better yeah. yeah. See, I, keep thinking I think you should throw that away and just only use the one with the symbol. Throw this one away? Yeah, that, that keep this one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just so not this, but this. <laughs> So I'm only can doing can I just point out that Jeff Polia is, is currently really unhappy? <laughs> yes, due, due I was going to say, he... someone has written in complaining about me using all these jingles. Yeah, he says, uh, congratulations. It's like a red rag to a ball, though, Congratulations <laughs> on purchasing the rights to new musical cues for use in the Big Finish podcast. Now, please cut it to smeg out, he says. Yeah, I know. You're overdoing it. You played the Christmas one to death, and now you've completely worn out the game show theme. Moderation, sir. Moderation. Yeah. Moderation is, of course, my middle name, uh, and I never use my middle name. Brilliant. <laughs> um, uh, you must have known that by saying that, you just make me use them a lot more, or are you just not as childish <laughs> as me? I, I, I sense a huge battle coming. I, I better be better be quiet. And is just, it going to be uh, crisp gate all over again? Oh, no, yeah. Uh, so, oh, speak, speaking of things yes. that, that we've... Hold we've on, been... what? What? <laughs> 
sorry, Paul. Speaking of what? Speak, speaking of things that we've we've had sent to us. Yes. Um, you you tried out one of the Tato things, didn't you? Oh, I did. Could you explain a little bit more to people what the Tato things means? <laughs> Uh, well, um, we were we were sent. Uh, oh, I can't remember how this started. Now it was something to do with some some sort of crisp variety that you could only get in Ireland. Was it that was yeah. called tato? Tatoes. And um, some, I think Martin Montague brought this up. Well, I, I I said they were walkers, but in Ireland, and I was completely wrong about that. Yeah. I, yeah, and uh, and then we were sent a couple of um, these are potato chips for anyone in America. Yeah. Carry on. And we were, we were sent um, some some chocolate bars, some Tato chocolate bars. Cheese and onion flavored chocolate bars. Yeah, I, d- I don't know if that's a good idea for anyone, but you at it. So. I did. I tried one yesterday, and I have to say that uh, the cheese and onion flavor uh, mainly features in what we rather revoltingly call the aftertaste. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're eating it, it kind of just tastes like uh, chocolate that's maybe a bit peanutty. So you know what I mean, like. Uh, which is quite a nice combination, isn't it? Chocolate and well, not for you. You don't like peanuts, do you? Not really. But no. like peanut butter and a bit of chocolate. It, it, it's um, it's it's tasted fine. But then a little bit later, when I'd finished, I thought, cheese and onion. I know I like cheese and onion, but you don't like it lingering beyond the uh, masticating process. No, your son enjoyed it though. Yeah, he had a piece. He didn't notice it. He's only four and a half. He thought, chocolate? Fine, I'm having that. And of course, <laughs> what well, didn't have sophisticated enough language skills to say, Daddy, there's a strange cheese and onion aftertaste. Because he was too busy thinking about the next thing he was going to eat by yeah. then. What's embarrassing is that I'm now trying desperately to find the email from the person who said, I sent you those, and we still can't find it. So again, he's going uncredited. You'll have to mail in again. Yeah, please write in again if you sent me <laughs> cheese and onion tatoes chocolate. Um, so yeah, the other thing we were going to talk about, yeah, was this um, what is it? Facebook. Facebook. I've, I've been asking questions on Facebook. That's our new Facebook theme. <laughs> I want everyone to think of that music every time they go on Facebook. Now. That's, that's that's my theme. You can't don't repurpose okay. my theme. I want oh, that. sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Right. I should have bought some. I've got some more music, but I haven't queued it all up. Right. Well, you know, just to show that we're we're an equal opportunities question replier, I yes. thought that we could we could tackle some of the questions from Facebook. Okay. Not that we won't tackle the ones sent to podcast at bigfinish.com at some point, because you no. know I'm sure we'll get to them. Okay. But, you know. So do you want to ask a few questions? Yeah. Okay. Um, April McCaffrey, did I come in too quickly there? No. The, the beauty of this is that all of these questions are quite short because they're on Facebook. No one posts really, really long messages. Like. Okay. April McCaffrey says, if you could, would you do another series of Gallifrey or do you have another series planned? There isn't another series planned, but I would never rule it out. Okay. Chris Dale says, is there any way for anyone outside of Big Finish to be involved in what you guys do to be part of the family? Wait, well, you can marry one of us. Yes. <laughs> is that a proposal? Oh, I'm already married. Hold on. That's not working. I don't think... <laughs> I don't think that's what he means. <laughs> uh, um, well, script opportunities when they come up, which are quite rare at the moment. I noticed that Alan Barnes posted in the forums about that, explaining just how much he had to go through last oh, time. Oh, did he really? Yeah, well, last what time did he was, say? He, he said it nearly killed him. Yes, but well, that's was, what we say. That's our general policy of statement on it, isn't it? <laughs> it we nearly killed... He was, he was explaining that the, the sheer weight of entries meant that he went through about 10,000 sheets of paper to just to try and sort through them all. It's just, when you put it in those kind of terms, it does show just how terrifying it can get. The short answer is there's no established route 
Which isn't a very satisfactory answer. I'll come back to you on that. Okay. One day. Uh, Paul McAvoy says, Do you fact-check often? I mean, Eldrad Must Die was great, and I can believe most things in science fiction, but a car chase and or speeding in Penzance is never happening with the roads there. (laughs) (laughs) That's the beauty of science fiction, though, isn't it? I mean, Doctor Who is, is sort of, sort of based in our world, but could also not be. So Doctor Who's Penzance might be really empty. <laughs> Clearly had to be, didn't it? That's a very good point. <laughs> We'd be firing the writer involved. <laughs> what, Mark Platt? You don't want to fire Mark Platt. He's writing know. almost everything, isn't he? Yeah, he's very good. He's very good. Um, ben Magelson, or Mag- Magelson, this is the problem, you see. I don't know how to pronounce half these people's names. That's always been the problem, though. I know. There's going, to be, there's going to be letters. Any chance of updating the MP3-only releases to include the audiobook format as well? Nah. <laughs> Over yeah. to you, Paul. Yeah, see, this this is very much my problem to deal with, because <laughs> I'm the person who builds the downloads, so I'm the person who builds the audiobooks. Um, I've started. I, yeah. have, I, have, I have uploaded and will link up a new version of the Spectre of Lanyon Moor. Okay. Um, and I have, I have um, started putting together some other ones. Uh, it was suggested on the forums that I, I started out with the ones that are download only from the first 50. Right. Titles first. And so your answer is, I'm doing it now. Yeah. Oh, yes. Sort of. Yeah. Okay. I'm, do- I'm well doing done. it. I'm doing it slowly, but there there will be some of them. But I, it's not something I can easily do overnight because I've got other stuff to do. No. But fair I, enough. I will be attempting to do a certain amount of them. I might even drop by the forums again and ask for suggestions as to which ones people more urgently want. I think the Eighth Doctor is quite a high priority because people want the extras, which weren't available originally as part of the download. That requires a little bit of building up stuff, doesn't it? Yes. Good question, though. And yeah. then you had a nice full answer. I'm, I'm encouraged by that. Oh, thanks. Yes. Do you want another one? Yes, go on. Lee Justice. Now, that is a good name, and I can pronounce it. Justice. Are there any plans to tell more stories with Aram M. Perry and Doctor Number 5? That combo really worked well together, and maybe come to love the historical. Also, any plans for the return of Will Arrowsmith and Klein? While I was disappointed in the recent trilogy, I do see the potential in the characters and future stories. That's awfully kind of you. <laughs> um, I don't know. No, there aren't any plans to do that. But, you know, I always say, never say never. I'm not saying, oh, it was terrible. I'm not saying that at all. I, you know, we really loved working with RMM and, uh, and Will Arrowsmith. Arrowsmith. Um, but, um, but no plans, no. The tricky thing is trying to find space for all of these characters, isn't Indeed, it? Indeed, that is the problem, yes. Uh, Gareth Suds says, any chance of reuniting the fourth Doctor with Duggan? Oh, that's a good idea. Mm. I think there might be many, many rights issues involved in that, though, with Douglas Adams and David Fisher and who owns the character and all that malarkey. So, you know... Ooh, minefield. Yes. <laughs> there goes a mine. Yeah, so sorry. That's, that's a bit too difficult for us at the moment. Okay. Uh, Michael Harvey says, Did my email to Nick get through? It looks more like a party, not a production office. <laughs> what does? I, I don't know. The, the production office, maybe? What email to me? Well, maybe it didn't get to you then. <laughs> no. Anyway, at this point, let's have a listen to the trailer for Jago and Lightfoot Series 2. That'd be good. Yeah. Coming soon from Ooh. Big Finish Productions. Jago and Lightfoot Series 2. <laughs> They found another body down by the river. Another poor young lady. 
Not a drop of blood left in it, I say. What could do this to a person? That's what I've been trying to find out. These deaths, they're, they're little more than butchery. My name is Ruthven, Lord Cornelius Ruthven. Sights preserve us. What's happened to you? You were dead. This Henry is Dr. Sibelius Crow. She's possessed. She's a vampire. I have an exceptionally bad feeling about this place. Roll up, gentlemen and ladies, roll up. Welcome to Deuteronomy's Theatre de Fantasy. Mr. Saunders. Saunders? Never heard of the fellow. Who is he? I have, as you know, devoted my life to studying these devilish creatures of the night. What hellish place is this? A resting place for the ancient dead. Professor Lightfoot, you can come out of the shadows now. Mr. Jago could be rather excitable. Henry, you'll get us both shot. A whole city ripe for the feasting. Uh, Professor, not now, Henry. Professor, I really think you should take a look behind you. I fear we have company. They're right behind us! Oh, oh, oh! George, George, hold on, Lily! They've got the professor! Unusual. Yeah, 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 I'm an unusual man, sir. You can say that again. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. Paul, why did you make me play that jingle? Oh, I'm sorry, I just, I just couldn't stop myself making you do it. Sorry, so we, uh, did, we messed Ma- up a Michael bit. Harvey may have been talking about this picture, looking more oh. like a party than a production office, the one that I posted on Facebook. A party? Yeah. I'm going to move your mic sideways because you're popping outrageously. Oh, okay. It was a party. <laughs> oh. Wait, it was just the two of us. It could, does that constitute a party? Well, I don't know. It depends what we did. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just looked at the camera and then I said bye and went home. Yeah. It's probably about the size of it. How about another question? Paul Dunn says, can I come round for one of your lunches? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention that that Jago Lightfoot you... thing was available for 25% off this weekend? No, you weekend? should have done that. Sorry, sorry, yeah. No, sorry to be rude, but no, we're busy working. <laughs> <laughs> but well done for trying. <laughs> uh, Shane Rivett, any chance of making posters to buy from Big Finish CD covers? Some of the recent artwork has been amazing. Hmm, no plans. We can get on this question, don't we, on and off? Maybe we should look into it more. Maybe do a few sort of limited edition ones for a big finish day or something. I don't know. Have a think about that. Yeah. Might be worth it. Meanwhile, here's a little taste of the Benjamin Baxter interview that I did. Have a listen to this. Hello, Nick Briggs here. I'm sitting here with two actors. When did you two first meet? In the Talons of Wing Chiang. Not- and not until episode five, was it? First impression of treasure. Trevor. Well, what a treasure. Now, listen, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen now. I'm going to split you up. Oh, good. And I'm going to talk to you individually. And then when that's all over, you'll be coming back together again right. for a final last hurrah. If he says anything very, very nasty about me in my absence, I want to know. No, I won't. I don't say nasty things to you to your face. <laughs> Right. You'll, you'll never know until you I, listen. I never know until I listen. That's yeah. right. You might have to listen in to each other's interview. Yes, <laughs> and then, then the. I think I should have the, Then you say, rights. ring the bell, and you say, now <laughs> we come together for the final <laughs> round. <laughs> oh no, Benjamin's down again. 
Good luck, Christopher. Thank you, Trevor. I'll be allowed to get a word in now, I expect. It technically doesn't do that. It doesn't do the waka cha. <laughs> no, fair enough. <laughs> Another question, dear fellow. Do, do we need to mention that that's five pounds this weekend? Oh. Well done. <laughs> well done. Oh, see, I'm on point now. I've, yeah, I've worked yes, out how this works. Good, good. It's taking me yes, a while. Yes. Uh, Kevin A. Austin says, When is Amelia from Project Twilight coming back? I'd love to see her pit against the Eighth Doctor in his later years. That would be a great battle of wits and steely nerve. Goodness me, all these things you think of that we haven't. Yeah. Well, not, no ago. plans for that. No. Still? Interesting. Mm. That's a rubbish answer, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. unfortunately, a lot of our answers are, well, we could do. Oh. Again, it's it's a sort of, you know, we've got hundreds of writers sending in hundreds of stories <laughs> so much of the time. Which mm. ones will come round? Who knows? Jack Taylor says, could we see any big Finnish audio adventures from the newer Doctors in the future? Well, I mean... <laughs> We not at the moment. We don't seem to have a license to do that. So uh, yeah, but uh, we would love to. So you know, maybe one day that will happen. Who knows? I remember enacting a potential scenario for that with Jason at the Chicago TARDIS convention. You enacted it. You yeah. played all the doctors, did you? No, no, no. I, I, I said, uh, imagine that I'm a BBC exec, Jason, and you're you, Jason. We'll see how this goes. I'll try. It. I'll try it with you, Nick. Imagine I'm a BBC exec. Oh yeah. Nick Briggs, would you like to do some uh, audio adventures featuring the latest? series doctors yes see that's how it would happen isn't it? <laughs> that's exactly how the meeting would go <laughs> it's not going to be complex is they it? just oh. go interesting and go away again <laughs> yeah mm. all we need is for someone to ask and provide a contract and you know <laughs> and then we're away yeah yeah, yeah. Um, ian hickman says are you auditioning for hinge and bracket <laughs> well is that based on my performance of sherlock holmes no I, I, I think that's based on our performance on this podcast <laughs> Ew, i don't know what you mean <laughs> oh. uh, neither of us can play the piano no Piano. I, I don't. I don't know who we're auditioning for anymore. We've been compared to so many. Uh, we're auditioning to be members of the human race. <laughs> yeah. uh, Phil Markham says, "What are your future plans for Sherlock Holmes? And any download-only releases are an option to keep costs down." Um, there might be a question in there somewhere that's missing. Yeah. Yes. Well, we want. We're going to do some download-only releases of. Um, Arthur Conan Doyle stories, uh, short stories. Um, yes, and that will be coming up hopefully before a new box set comes out, hopefully later this year. Um, <gasps> Jonathan Barnes is working on a new box set uh, of Sherlock Holmes. I can tell you that now. He's working on the scripts and he's got an absolutely cracking idea. He pitched to me and I said, get on with it. <laughs> so, yes, um, stay tuned for more news about that. He says also, huge thank you for the ordeals. Made Journey to Work more fun. Ah, the ordeals of Sherlock Holmes. That was great fun to do. I'm glad people have loved it. Oh, may, should I maybe... Um, should we do a trailer for that? Oh, you, you could do, yeah. Oh, if should, I could should, find should it. Should I just rattle through another, another okay. sort of three or four of these? Because there's loads. Uh, Jason Arbuckle says, will Rob Shearman ever write another Doctor Who main range? Oh, I really hope so, yes. He's, he's just got a new book out, I believe. Has he? Yeah. What's that? I can't remember what it's called. That's not the best plug in the world, is well it? Well done. I gather, I, I gather he's got a short story collection. That's ah, just that short story collection. Yeah. No, we really um, we really want Rob to do another Doctor Who. We've been talking to him about it. So hopefully he'll find the time. In the meantime, here's the trailer for The Ordeals of Sherlock Holmes.
from the casebook of Inspector G. Lestrade, Bermondsey, South London, 25th of July, 1880. It seemed to me that we were, in some manner, leaving modernity behind us and travelling into the past, towards a simpler age, but also one wilder and more barbarous than our own. Take out your revolver, Watson. We are both of us in the profoundest peril. Give yourself up and we'll do what we can for you. The famous service revolver. I felt a hand upon my back and, half a second later, a curved blade pressed against my throat. Who are you, anyway? My name is Sherlock Holmes, madam, and this is my friend, Dr. Watson. Sherlock Holmes? Never heard of him. It's all quite fantastic. Why, it's Mr. Holmes, isn't it? And the faithful Dr. Watson, too. How delightful. Mrs. Kerbishley. Even in such a life as mine, there have been few other occasions when I have felt with such keenness the awful proximity of my own death. (laughs) Yeah. I wish you wouldn't sing embarrassingly like that, Paul. (laughs) <laughs> uh, nice try Okay On to the next question Tim you. Austin says I haven't troubled you With my acting CV Or voice reel in a while Is now the time To reintroduce myself Of course Yeah I, I say it's always the time I, I forward them on I forward on any Voice reels and he things He said to, forward twice Yeah uh, I, I, I send them on I say forward to, I, I forward them on hey! to, to, to the directors and producers and then it's up to them to decide if, uh, if people yeah. are good, bad, indifferent or useful yeah. for an upcoming role so yeah, yeah I pass them all on well done uh, Mark Earls says uh, recently re-read Flashman and the Tiger in which Flashy meets Holmes wondered if this would be a possible for the range good lord it's funny Flashman yeah. It keeps coming up, doesn't it? Flashman? Yeah, well, and also uh, my friend Dave Houghton, who used to be the visual effects supervisor of The Mill, who worked on Doctor Who for many, many years, he kept telling, he kept sort of cornering me on the set, because you've got to do Flashman, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to do it, I'll write it, I'll write it. And I think, yeah, what about the rights? And he go, oh, I don't know. So that was the end of that conversation. Yeah. It's always rights and negotiations and contracts. Those are the difficult things to sort out. But, you know, because what you want to do... That's easy working out, isn't it? <laughs> you know, I'd like to do The Prisoner and James Bond and yeah. things like that. Yeah, the last time I did something like that, we ended up doing the things I listed. That's not the case this time. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? No, it isn't. No, it isn't. <laughs> well, that's what you think. Maybe I have an executive producer secret. <laughs> no, 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 you don't. Or do I? This <laughs> could go on for hours. Or could uh, it? <laughs> no. Uh, Mark Hunt says, it? any chance of an app that allows customers to directly download to a device, thus making life so much easier for We're those working on it. who struggle to download files, convert oh, files, transfer to iTunes, upload to a device, etc. Well, you know, the problem is with this technology that's apparently there to make our lives better and freer actually is just a way of... They're, they're trying to make you just use their means of downloading audio. But don't worry, I'll stop banging on about that. It upsets people. Um we we're on the case and we're exploring options yeah. it's complicated t- and expensive but we will do something and by the time we've done it there'll be a new bit of tech that we'll, exactly. <laughs> we'll be behind yeah. again apple will have fiendishly done something uh, to scupper us tricky, isn't it? but uh, yeah of course it was old frank skinner as, as i'm calling him now who said to me nick i just want to press the one button yeah anyway there you go um, amanda dixon says i miss evelyn how is maggie stables might she still return to the role sometime soon 
Um, I don't think it's likely that Maggie will return to the role. Um, she's been very, very ill. Uh, I do speak to her periodically and she's in very good spirits and is always sort of keen to send her love to everyone. Um, but yeah, she's not really well enough to return to the role, I'm afraid. Uh, Tom Boone says in podcast September number six, Paul Sprague said, and I quote, dinosaurs are awesome, everything should have dinosaurs. <gasps> I in remember it. that. that. That is true. Yeah. I wonder if Nick Briggs realises that he's working alongside a member of Operation Golden Age. <laughs> it's a little invasion of the dinosaurs reference there for anyone non-familiar with the classic series of Doctor Who. Well, if you aren't familiar with the classic series of Doctor Who, then why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> yes. No, don't put them off. No, I want no. to encourage them. No. In. Everything's Listen to fine. more of this podcast. Yeah. Oh, by the way, oh, go on, you were going to ask something else. Question right? two. The yes. limited collector's edition of The Fourth Doctor by Gareth Roberts includes a behind-the-scenes interview disc, a cover exclusive to this release, and a stunning array of professional photos of the cast. Yes. Does the digital version of this include all those features, including digital versions of the photos? No. No. Good. There you go. That, that was nice. Because yeah. it's significantly cheaper, partly. And, exactly. You know, and it doesn't come with all the little bells and whistles, but it does come with all the audio. Yeah. Has all any audio yeah. stuff... Yeah, there's one here that's been posted by Big Finish Productions that says, "I have a question. Why do you both look so darn terrifying, David?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no one has there been a photograph of David with his moustache recently. There has, because there was there was one alongside the uh, picture from the uh, Audio Awards. There's your there's your cue. Oh, <laughs> are the Audio Awards. Did you know we'd won a a BBC Audio Award? From two people at the BBC who decided it was very good. Yeah. For Dark Eyes, The Great War, which was fantastic. Um, <laughs> we were very pleased about that. Uh, but the thing we're most pleased about is the fact that everyone wrote in, you know, and tweeted and said congratulations. And that was fantastic. And Stephen Moffat wrote straight away and said, I, you know, I'm punching the air and all that. And Russell T. Davis as well. It was fantastic. Well, I won't, I won't say what Russell T. Davis said about uh, David's moustache in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really won't. Did you say it was delightful? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, he did Good, say okay. that. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's nice that David is attempting to be part of the podcast, even yeah. if he can't be bothered to turn up. I know. <laughs> His attitude towards work is reprehensible, frankly. <laughs> um, and you and I are going to put that right, aren't we? Next Monday, we're going to go into the studio and see yeah. him and force him to be in a podcast. Yeah, that'll teach him. I bet he's lost the knack. I bet he knows he's lost it. He's, look, the magic's <laughs> not there anymore. And he I, listens I to these he... podcasts and cries yeah. into his cup of soup. I bet he mainly tries to spoil all of your links like he did before. <laughs> That's why you do a bit of that, though, mate. I know. Well, I've liked to try and try and keep that up while David's not around. Here's a trailer for The Mahogany Murderers, which is going to be available for a fiver the weekend when I've stopped interrupting Paul and he can set the sale live. Yeah. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. I'm not ashamed to admit that I was as happy as a buttered halibut while I got your telegram. Just like old times, I thought. The intrepid investigators back in harness again. My laboratory is in the basement of the St. Thomas's Hospital, in a room made available to the Metropolitan Police by the hospital trustees. The walls and the floor are tired in white porcelain. All the better to wipe the blood off, eh? I just finished with the body of a man who'd been run over by a handsome cab in the Strand, when two policemen arrived with a handcart. There was a body on the handcart, beneath a stained sheet. I became aware, after a while, of a strange smell drifting along the alleyways. 
I'm thankfully obscuring the stench of the river and the rotting vegetation. I follow that smell all through the alleys and along the wharf to a small warehouse set back from the river. I decided that it was a mystery of rather bizarre proportions. And that's when I thought of you, Jago. We are more than colleagues. We are the very closest of friends. We have defeated dangerous denizens of the demonic darkness together, investigated infernal incidents, cracked complex conundrums. And we have had dinner together on the other occasion. Looks like we have our work cut out for us, eh, Professor? Indeed we do. We're back, and we have a few questions from Facebook. So, Paul... Yes? What about... You? Uh, I haven't got any questions. Oh, okay. Well, how about some from Facebook, okay. then? Okay. Uh, Bree Perry says, Any more stories planned for 6 Mel or 7 Mel? Her character has been amazing, thanks to you guys. Well, that's brilliant the way you phrased that question, so I can just say yes, but you don't know which I'm answering <laughs> to. But yes. All right? Yes. No, very good. Uh, lovely working with Bonnie. She's lovely. She's a brilliant actress. Uh, Martin Montague, who seems a very, very familiar name. Never heard of him. Has dropped in a message saying, What's your favourite type of sausage? <laughs> That's Martin Montague mocking us. <laughs> favourite type of sausage. Well, yeah, I think we should, we should treat this with the... Uh, the the proper, respect yeah. it deserves. Proper thought. Sausage. Mm, see, if we, if we can stretch this out for a good two minutes, I think that would really, Sausage. frankly, serve him the hell right. <laughs> Sausage. 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 Is it I, not in your dictionary? No, sir, it does not feature in my vocabulary bank. Um, I, the thing is, I think I want to say about sausages is this. <laughs> You've been waiting all your life for this. I have this. I, thank goodness this has come up. Uh, I always find that a sausage, the promise of a sausage, is much richer than the delivery. You know what I mean? I'm always, I always think, oh, sausage is lovely. I've, I just last night, I, I was looking in the freezer to get some stuff out, you know, for dinner. And I, and I saw that the last time I was here, I'd bought some fr- f- sausages. I can't say sausage. I keep wanting to say sausage. I don't know what's, what's a sausage. Just, just say that. People that's nothing rude. And, uh, and there they were, frozen solid sausages in my freezer. And, uh, and of course, my wife's uh, vegetarian. And so there's no sausages. No, they were meat sausages. And uh, is this enough for you, Martin, so far? <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so... Yeah, I thought, oh, I obviously thought they were re- a really good idea when I saw them on the in the cooler compartment in the local Tesco's Metro. Uh, do I get a free delivery from Tesco's Metro for mentioning that? No. Um, but no, I never, I never get around to cooking them. I would do cook them for Ben. He likes sausages. He has those little sort of almost skinless ones. Yeah. My favourite is the one that you can get at the Pleasance on the Edinburgh Fringe. Oh. Mainly because I quite I quite like seizing the opportunity every time uh, every time we go out to the Fringe Festival. Me and my girlfriend Nat, she uh, she quite often nips off to the loo in between shows or head, heads off to go and get tickets or something like that. So I always try and seize the opportunity to hurriedly nip over, have one of the sausages, and try and eat it all before she gets back. <laughs> I've I've managed it a couple of times and she has no idea. 
Because <laughs> if she, she saw me doing it, she'd stop she? me. No, not anymore. She's about two years behind, I think. She Is was she? listening to that. Oh. Eventually, in two years, she'll discover this, if yeah. she ever listens to it. Your relationship would be over by then. Yeah. It's because of the hey. whole sausage. <laughs> you just went, yeah, no. Because uh, <laughs> of the whole sausage deceit. Now, as, as if she knew that we'd been having this conversation, Paula yes. Black has then posted, you guys are having way too much fun. Yeah, don't tell anyone. <laughs> Sue Cook says, I love this photo. It looks like you're having so much fun. Thank you for all the excellent sales and the bonuses included with the subscriptions. Husband made a great choice and you all were my Christmas gift. Yay! By the way, after reading the comments above, I guess I'm not the only one that frequently asks you for a job. And then uh, after that, there's Do another... Do we know Sue Cook? Didn't she used to present on the BBC? <laughs> yes, absolutely, yeah. Uh, af- after that, uh, it's a question from, uh, from a Martin Montague, who has uh, posted, Who'd oh, win in a fight between a badger and a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be the badger. Do you? Yeah. Although, mind you, I mean, that's only presuming that all the badgers I've seen dead on the roads recently where I live in Dorset, I presume that's because they've been hit by cars and not had a, a face-off with a monkey. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the monkeys, monkeys, the monkeys are not native to Dorset in England. Although there is a, a place called Monkey World nearby. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know, that makes me laugh. I've never been there, but Steph took Ben there once. We accidentally, she brought back a monkey we only just discovered the other day. That's no, not even funny, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Okay, so sure, I, listen. I, I'm voting monkey, because they, they can swing from things. You know, I reckon they could have, like, a, a, an advantage. Oh, well, I'm monkey. imagining some fighting area where there, <laughs> where there was nothing for a monkey to swing from. So oh, it's not to give it... because you're a psychopath. Yeah, uh, talking of which, let's have... I'm not, I don't know why I'm saying that. Let's have a, a trailer for Jago and Lightfoot Series 3. Just wanted to remind you that Jago and Lightfoot is available uh, Series 1 to 4 this weekend for 25% off. Wow. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Jago and Lightfoot, Series 3. There are places where the curtain between different times has worn thin. If these breaks in time become too big, then everything could collapse. The end of the world. This will become louder and faster as the danger increases. The needle here points to the strongest of the breaks. It is up to us to stitch them back together. How the deuce do we do that? How about we meet tomorrow lunchtime at the Red Tavern? Leave her, man! She was caught by the blast! There's nothing you can do! I can get her out of here! Don't be stupid! What's happening? The breaks, they are collapsing. Watch this one, Professor. Mr. Jago, come with me! Great heavens! The windows are black with them! The front door, too! We can't stop them, Professor Lightfoot! Mrs. Hitch, help me! They're coming! Don't worry, my dear! Help is at hand! Sightings of what, pray? Wet men. The locals are calling them. Wet men. It's the wet men! Lord save us! Shut up, Matthew Bright! Don't anger them! Can you not see? The future time is becoming clearer. Its noise is louder. The brakes are getting bigger. Both times will overlap shortly. Excellent. We step through the moment they do and shut it down. We can only step through when it is about to flood. We will have very little time. But of course, as usual. This will become louder and faster as the danger increases. The needle here points to the strongest of the brakes. The compass. Time is out of control. 
We are close to the time break. Something will happen, and it will happen here. Sir, are these two gents looking after you proper? They have been most attentive. Last night, Mr. Jago took us to the opera. Oh, very posh. It was very strange, with much howling and wailing. Although the audience isn't actually supposed to join in. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. Yeah. Oh, do you know who's brilliant? Who? Louise Jameson. Louise Jameson. She's fantastic. Yeah. I watched her in uh, Mark Gatiss' thing at Christmas. Did you see that? Oh, yes. The track Tate Midoff. Yeah. Very good. She's brilliant. brilliant. Again. Yep. Brilliant and everything. So, uh, this podcast has just got out of control. <laughs> it's gone on forever. I, I blame I, Martin Montague yeah. and his sausage and monkey questions. <laughs> sausage, I don't think it was who would win in a fight, a sausage or a monkey. <laughs> I, I think we would have answered that a little speedier. For the sausage, definitely. They're deadly. Deadly, especially if they're frozen. Yeah. Imagine that. A monkey and a frozen sausage. <laughs> I just don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. You're um, just finding anything funny. I am. Have I you got know. a bit, bit punch drunk at the end of the week? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I have. Sorry, I was a bit punch drunk by you popping outrageously into the microphone. I there. apologize. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Okay. Uh, so there's two more questions from Facebook. Well, yeah, bad bad news. One of them is from Eric Pavlat. <laughs> <laughs> He says, why are no sales or codes on Fourth Doctor Adventures ever more than 10% off in contrast to the other ranges? That, I think we can answer that with my new favourite answer. What's that? Because they are. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it was a decision we made. Yeah. That's not very helpful, is it, though? Well, I know. Do you want to give a better answer? Can't think of one. I mean, you know, it's, it's a discount. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't have to be 500% off. I mean, that would be embarrassing if it it's was. It's because they're not as old as the other ones. Yeah. That's why. But it's when something's been out a lot longer, sometimes we tend to give it a, a bigger discount because then, at that point, the money that's come in initially from it has managed to pay for the budget, for the money we spent on doing it. It would be silly of us to offer huge discounts on things that hadn't yet paid for themselves. That sounded dangerously like a sensible... I know, I don't answer. know what came over me. Go on, next question. Uh, well, you'll like this one. This is the final one. Why do you still let that guy with the silly voice on? Nobody still really talks with that faux posh accent, do they? Just keep Sprag and bring back the guy who sounds like a vicar. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Mark Gardner. <laughs> what do you make of that? <laughs> uh, do I know you? <clears throat> My accent's not that posh, mate. <laughs> Oh, you're just trying to dirty it up now. Terry, David Richardson sounds like a vicar. Is he saying <laughs> what that? What was that? That's my David Richardson voice. And God, you uh, haven't seen him for a while, have you? I haven't, no. I'll see him on Monday and have a good listen. Um, is that because he was a vicar in Love and War? I suspect that may be something to do with it, yes. And that was the last question, was it? Well, unless you want to tackle the uh, 52 comments that were posted under the other podcast, but we'll handle those. Well, leave that for now. Uh, <laughs> next time, we'll do all those next time, or maybe the time after. Yeah. Uh, let's have a little listen to the trailer for Series 4 of Jago and Lightfoot, which, along with Series 1 to 3, is being offered with a 25% discount this weekend, <gasps> and Paul Sprague would be putting that sale live now, but I've distracted him with this podcast. Sorry about that. Okay, here's the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Wherever they are, the Professor and Mr. Jago are in danger. We must find them. I can feel that something is coming, something bad. And it is coming for them. 
back, foul fiend! Professor, you just upset it! There, there! Nice little thing. Don't think that's helping, actually, Henry. And there you were, shining from the stage. What is this world without beauty? What is the point? What do mere lives matter in comparison to the divine? Five o'clock. Four o'clock. The hands are moving in reverse. My too, it seems. Time regained. Our missing hours are being returned to us. Professor, I feel dashed peculiar, as if I were being sieved. Hardly. I know exactly. It is no good. As quickly as I break them, the faces appear in other hourglasses. Shall I break them all? Back! Well, look out! Here it comes! The glasses distorting, bending, warping. Faces! They are watching us. Faces in the glass. Kempston and Hardwick. I should have realized. I don't know what Leela told him, but the cavium drove us here like his life depended on it. That is what I told him. I think that went terribly well, don't you, Mr. Kempston? I do indeed, Mr. Hardwick. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. Whoa. Still need me for this podcast. I'm just setting the sail up. <laughs> oh yeah, have you finished setting the sail up? No, I'm I should writing, go live round about the story. time. Okay, okay, fair enough. I could sit here some typing going on. Now, listen. Do you have anything else to add? Because it could be the end of this podcast now. Because we've played all the trailers, we've answered all the questions relating to that particular podcast on Facebook. Yeah. The comp- the competition's still going, isn't it? Yes, for a little longer, till the end of the month, yeah. People have got about a week to enter the competition and tell us a couple of roles that John Dorney has played. Hold on. Can't believe that I missed an opportunity to do that. Yeah, the competition. And what, so all the roles that John Dorney, no, two roles. <laughs> oh, dear. I noticed there was a thread on the forums the other day saying, so just how many roles has John Banks played in Bigfoot? And no one can work it out. No. <laughs> And and what what was the prize? Uh, the prize was some lovely script fronts. I believe we were giving away script fronts for Dark Eyes Two. That's right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so that Pod- could be podcast the podcast un- at bigfinish dot com. Oh yeah, do send it there. Yeah. So you've got until the twenty eighth of February. Yeah. Yep. And any and any more questions for us that we will try to cram into a future podcast. Yeah. This podcast is now at um, breaking point. Forty six <laughs> minutes. Let's uh, let's. I think it's time we said goodbye. So thanks ever so much for listening. Paul, it's been a pleasure being back here with you. Yes, it has. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, I, I can't think of anything else to say. No, except uh, look out for a monkey with a sausage. <laughs> you can't finish this podcast no, now, can I can't. You? Badgers. Badgers. That's all I have to say. Ah.